Premier David Eby and Workforce Development Minister Andrew Mercier introduced a new bill today that promises new arrivals to British Columbia uh, that they can put their training and ability to work as quickly as possible. Now, the promise to speed up the employment of immigrants with foreign training has been a priority for uh, Premier Eby since he became Premier in November of 2022. Here is the Premier earlier today. This new law, if it passes, will require regulatory bodies to remove unfair barriers for 29 different professions that are frustrating and ultimately cause people to give up and work in a field that they're not trained in and they don't have experience in. Things like having to recertify your English every single year at significant cost, despite the fact that you've already proven that you know how to speak the language and you're living in British Columbia. Uh, Examples like... uh, Canadian work experience, which is a catch-22. How do you get Canadian work experience if you're not allowed to work in Canada in the field where you have experience? That was Premier David Eby speaking earlier today. Well, the other person at the press conference there was, of course, Andrew Mercier, Minister of State for Workforce Development. Uh, Minister, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jazz. Uh, how big of an announcement is this? And I, and I say this because I'm a reporter of a certain vintage. I've heard a lot of this in the 90s under the NDP government then. I heard it a lot during the B.C. Liberal uh, government for 16 years. How is this different from previous announcements in your mind? Well, I mean, this is clear, discernible action for internationally credentialed professionals. Um, you know, and uh, and you heard the premier's comment there about Canadian work experience requirements. You know, in the, over the past few months and since taking on this role, I've spoken to hundreds of internationally trained professionals, domestically trained professionals, the regulatory bodies, advocacy groups, and everyone else. And uh, and I've heard loud and clear from everyone that the system's not working. Everyone agrees it's not working. And there are elements of it that, you know, really hit you as being fundamentally unfair. The Canadian work experience requirement is one of them. And for, for listeners who may not know, um, in certain professions, um, once you've met your competency requirements, once you've met, you know, your educational requirements and everything's been deemed uh, as having been met when you're an international licensee coming in, mm-hmm. um, there's also sometimes requirements that you work for a number of years effectively as an apprentice in your profession um, and getting paid at a cut rate. And all, you know, I uh, remember a conversation I had um, a few months ago with an Iranian engineer and he took, he went through every step of the way um, to get his engineering background recognized in British Columbia. And he was successful. And, you know, he told me about how he had to work other jobs, uh, support his family. It was a big income loss for him. Um, and very stressful. Mm-hmm. He finally got to the end and was then told, you have to go find another engineer to take you on to supervise you um, so you can do uh, work that's somewhat less than you would do as an engineer. And he looked at me and he said that the message to him as an immigrant professional was that his 20 plus years of experience abroad mm-hmm. was not worth a single day in British Columbia. And that's a clear example of an unfair, unnecessary barrier that most regulators would like to get away from um, and that we need to uh, we need to take action on. So we're going to remove it. So, OK, if it's the government's not getting in the way, one would argue, OK, it's licensing agencies, it's uh, colleges, uh, it's universities. 
Um, it's uh, gatekeepers uh, in, in many cases. It could be in the medical field. It could be the engineering field, as, you, as, as you've uh, um, articulated well there. How do you convince those folks that this will be done and needs to be done or, and there will be accountability if you don't do it? Yeah, and I think accountability is the very core part of that. So what this legislation does is it sets up a superintendent of international credential um, recognition uh, that has authority with these 18 regulatory colleges under this Act, that has authority to enforce the provisions of the Act. Uh, about a year ago, we passed the Health Professions and Occupations Act that sets up a similar superintendent for the health professions because we started with health professions because, you know, there's a, there's a need and they're very complex. Um, and what they're going to be doing is working hand-in-hand hand to devise guidelines um, on the assessment process that will then be enforced across the board. And I'll give you an example. Like there are things that you would think of as just basic mm-hmm. that, uh, that are huge issues like transparency in terms of the pathway for a licensee. You know, people in Canada, and our point system federally encourages people to come to Canada because they're professionals, but then finding out how to become licensed can be impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's pretty clear that a best practice is setting out the pathway for people on a website or something that is uh, that people can find, that, that applicants can find, um, so that we can get, people through the process and working. So we're going to set standards and standards on um, timelines as well through that process. But there's some pretty big pieces like the Canadian work experience that Mm -hmm. we're going to take immediate action on. Uh, I'm curious, and this is a tough question to answer, but why do you think it's taken us so long as a society? And and it's not one party or one government I'm blaming here. Like I said, this was occurring and there was a conscious effort in the 90s by the NDP government then. I think I I fundamentally believe there was a conscious effort by BC Liberals as well. I think everybody sees the problem. But why do you think we as a society have taken this long? Because that's essentially what I've just described as three decades of governments not being able to push this stuff through. Why do you think that is? Yeah, well, so I'll, I'll say a, I'll say a few things there. The uh, you know, and in, in fairness, since we've gotten elected in 2017, we've really made this a priority, and we created uh, in 2019 the Credential Assessment Improvement Fund, which is a fund just there for regulators to improve their processes. They want to improve a process for an international applicant; we'll pay for it. Um, and uh, but you know, and I, I go back to a comment I made earlier to you there, Jazz, about how. Everyone I talk to, no one defended the status quo. Everyone realizes and has come to a point, I think, of consensus that this isn't working. Um, and it can't go on like that, which is go on like this, which is what this act is about, which is saying, okay, we all understand it's not working. And everyone agrees with that. Now, I couldn't find anyone in the, um, anyone in the uh, regulatory authorities in my meetings with them that said, you know, we think that this is working for everyone. They acknowledged more work needs to happen. Um, but at a point where, where um, you know, it's, uh, it's at a tipping point right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it gets talked about a lot in economic terms because, you know, we have a million job openings over the next, uh, over the next decade. And, and about a third of them are going to be filled um, with uh, immigrant professionals. But, I mean, it's also a basic social justice issue. Mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone deserves to be treated fairly and equitably, regardless of their country of origin. What do you make to the argument? And you're going to get it, and I've got it on the open line here. Um, occasionally you do hear, well, we can't lower our standards. And too, af- too often we're lowering our standards. We're making 
uh, space for folks that we probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes training systems, look, if, you know, if it's a doctor, uh, the UK system is probably very similar to ours. South Africa system would be very similar to ours, but other nations may not be in Asia. What do you say to that argument that, you know, it's a slippery slope because you you may water down some of the requirements. You are uh, lowering standards potentially. What do you say to that argument? Well, I'd say the goal here isn't to water down standards. It's to bring people up and remove barriers that are in their way. And so, you know, regulatory authorities um, do have a very important role uh, in British Columbia and in Canada, which is to protect the public interest and to protect the integrity of the profession. So they have control over the technical competency and knowledge requirements. And that, you know, it should, it ought to be, you know, the um, the College of Engineers or the College of Architects or the College of Nurses laying out what the requirements of knowledge and practice and scope are to enter into those professions. But, you know, when you speak to international applicants, you know, I've spoken to so many people who want desperately, who, who are, you know, working in the service industry or driving for... Um, you're driving for different kind of gig jobs who want desperately to work in their profession, who are sitting around clicking refresh on a website to see if their application has been accepted and sometimes do that for a year or more because they can't get someone on the phone to be assessed. We need to make this a priority and we need to handle these timeline issues. Um, and this act does that and the work we're going to do with the superintendent does that. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to water down standards. What we're going to at the common sense issues here around process and fix them. Minister, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.